The following is an encore presentation of Armed American Radio. Merry Christmas. You're listening to an encore presentation of Armed American Radio. This is Armed American Radio's Daily Defense. Armed American Radio's Daily Defense, because they don't want me to, that's why I do it. Presented by X-Insurance. X-Insurance. From the Sig Sauer Studios. They're never going to stop us here. Here is your host, the loudest conservative voice in America fighting the enemies of freedom, Mark Walters. Here we go. Armed American Radio's Daily Defense in the Sig Sauer Studios here on this crossbreed holsters microphone. All of it brought to you today and every day by the great X-Insurance. Greg over in Dallas. Tejas, how you doing today? I am doing pretty good. So I understand the ATF's up to shenanigans. You've got some video. Maybe we'll get to some audio later in the program. Yeah, possibly. They always are up to shenanigans. Come on now. That's that's on the FRT, the Force Reset Triggers, which they're at war with. Correct. To, to the them, AFT. that would be the AFT, Joe Biden. Thank you for the reminder. To them, that would be, you know, they're going to go after that as if they go after, you know, just like they go after bump stocks. Okay. Um, and maybe if we have time, we'll get to that. We likely will maybe in the second hour. But uh, I have not heard the audio yet. You said there were some bad words in it. Is it playable over the airwaves? Predominantly, most of it is arable. Uh, if I had a opportunity to get it into uh, my cool edit over here so that I could edit it and uh, bleep it out, then we could use it. It's about four minutes long, so... Okay. Well, we'll take a look. Ladies and gentlemen, we'll take a look at that the break and see what we can make, whether we can make heads or tails out of that audio. Suffice to say, the ATF paid another visit to somebody. They did. Out of the blue, correct? Uh, it's a business. It's a guy that so, uh, he was saying in the description that he supplies a lot of equipment for special operations guys and for sheriff's offices and stuff like that. So it's a guy that's in the industry that deals with these kinds of products and deals with other products that make um, law enforcement go faster. So I don't know. Huh, okay. And oh, yeah, yeah, oh. they've been known to a time or two to appear at somebody's doorstep. We've played that audio before. AFT Out of the three that we played, the AFT, ATF, AFT agents, that what it was, Joe, That's correct me? AFT agents? AFT agents. Guy handled himself okay, you said? Yeah, he was uh, pretty right, polite. We'll see if we can give it a listen. Yep. I will right, we'll see if we can give it a listen. I've got your, I've got, I won't say ugly mug up there. I've got your mug up on the camera. Why don't you go ahead and tell people where they can watch the show? All right, just head on over to armedamericanradio.org. On the right-hand side of that website, you're going to see three little hash marks. Just give those a click, and when that window He'll opens up, <laughs> select that Watch Live option. That was an intentional pause to see if he's going to do what I did yesterday or not. <laughs> anyway, Just go to armedamericanradio.com. Yeah, there you go. We're done. <laughs> uh, when that window opens up, select that Watch Live option. If uh, you're doing something important and don't want to be distracted, just click that Listen Live link. That's the radio feed. Uh, when you do that, when you click that link, you'll see two subsequent subsequent links. One's going to be for the Sunday Monster Cast, and the other is for this broadcast right here, the Daily Defense Show. Uh, if you've missed a broadcast of either of these uh, two shows, well, then head on over to the podcast link and get caught up on anything you may have missed. If you're a fan of the show and you'd like to support it, head on over to the shop link and pick something nice up over there. Lastly, if you'd like to join our live chat, head on over to your app store. Grab the Telegram messaging app, create your profile, and search for Armed American Radio Conversations. Bam, pow, shazam, you're in. Thanks, Greg. Appreciate it. Mm -hmm. uh, did you see, first off, Donald Trump, uh, I guess a jury found that he sexually abused yeah. 
that Gene Carroll. Was that in New York? I have not been paying attention to that. I, I just am not. I was unaware this trial was going on. I knew there was one out there, but I didn't know it was active right now. So, civil. It's civil. You know, yeah, you know. it's a civil trial. It doesn't really mean a whole lot other than money. Um, and, yeah, it, I believe it was New York. Okay. Well, it's interesting. 30-year-old charges, something like that. Yeah, it's interesting to me. You know, look, if it, I, I'm, I'm like Trump in that respect. If I didn't do a damn thing, I'm going to fight you to the mat. Yeah. Okay. And I'll, don't tell me I can't get on the stand. If I'm innocent, I'm going to take the stand. Now, I know there's attorneys out there right now telling me that's nuts. You don't want to do that. It depends. People cross-examination, what they're going to allow, all this other nonsense. I've always been in the mindset, I don't care. I'm innocent. Let me speak. Yeah, yeah. Okay. But I get that. I get that. And I, I know there's attorneys out there listening right now cringing. I don't, I don't mean to make you cringe, guys. It's just, a, it's, just, it's just the way I am. You'd have to fight me to keep me off the stand. And I, you know, I know why Trump did this and why he took this to the mat. He's likely going to appeal. It's going to go on for a long, you know. The problem is, and I would have wanted to do the same thing. The problem is I'm not running for president. Mm-hmm. Now, the other side has more ammunition to throw at Donald Trump. Should he have settled it? They can, they can settle it. Nobody knows anything other than it was settled. That's all they know. So, you know, it, uh, it's, too, uh, it's you know, interesting. It's unfortunate that uh, no one has leaked the jury makeup as well as far as I've seen. So I'd like to know the makeup of the jury. In today's day and age, it's a shock nobody's leaked it. Exactly. Let's go to Chicago briefly because there is a fascinating story out of Chicago, uh, veteran Chicago prosecutor. Uh, I, I don't, is his name Jason Pohey? I don't know. Poge? P-O-J-E? We'll just call him Jason P. How about that? That works. Does that work? I don't want to mispronounce his name because I really like this guy now. But he's he worked under state's attorney Kim Fox, and she's a radical leftist, Soros, goofball, mm-hmm. progressive. You know, between her and Lightfoot, they're literally destroying the city of Chicago. Uh, I know a lot of people who have still have businesses there. I know a lot of people who have fled Chicago. In fact, I know more people who left than people who are there. Come to think of it, that's the first time I ever put that two and two together and made five out of that equation. But that's a true statement. Interesting. Uh, But this guy's a veteran Chicago prosecutor. He quit. And so he put it. He's a 20 year veteran prosecutor and he quit. But he didn't just quit. He wrote a letter to, I think, 85 of his colleagues in the office, in the attorney's office. And did he blister? He didn't name Fox by name, but he didn't have to. He said the people that run it are stupid. You know who he's talking about. Mm, Well, he blasted the city leaders, it says, as stupid and declaring that they set the city on a course for disaster that, according to him, is going to be a generational fix. So he put his two weeks notice in at the end of April. So I guess he's still working that up. But he sent this goodbye letter to 85 colleagues. The guy's been there for 20 years. Here's part, you know, the simple fact is that this state and county, Cook County, Illinois, have set themselves on a course to disaster. And the worst part is that the agency for whom I work has backed literally every policy change that had the predictable and predicated outcome of more crime and more people getting hurt. And he's talking about the uh, Cook County State's Attorney, Jim uh, uh, Kim Fox. Bond reform. What did we talk about yesterday? 58 felonies with that loser, 
down in Brownsville, Texas, driving the SUV, killing eight people. 58 felonies, and this guy's walking the streets? Mm. Ladies and gentlemen, there's a large part of your problem right there. Bond reform, designed to make sure no one stays in jail while their cases are pending with no safety net to handle more criminal on the, more criminals on the streets. Shorter parole periods, lower sentences for repeat offenders, the malicious and unnecessary prosecution of law enforcement officers, overuse of diversion programs, intentionally not pursuing prosecutions for crimes lawfully on the books after being passed by our legislature and signed by a governor. All of these so-called reforms have had a direct negative impact with consequences that will last for a generation. Scathing stuff, Brother Greg, in Dallas with all the cool bells and whistles and buttons and switches and lights and stuff. Yeah, it sounds like it. He didn't name, as I said, he didn't name Kim Fox by name, but he did in the letter refer to stupid state's attorney policies. Mm, well, now it, it gets personal. Were you going to jump in? Sound like you were going to say something. I, I was just going to say we, we kind of know who he's alluding to in that instance of because there was only one person in that position. Here's what he had to say. And this is what's so sad about this. Because we know these things. Armed American radio listeners know these things. Most Americans know what the hell is going on in our cities, right? They're, they're cesspools. Many years ago, my family found a nice, quiet corner of the suburbs, he said. Now my son, who is only five, hears gunfire while playing at our neighborhood park, and a drug dealer is open-air selling behind my house, the second one in two years. I will not raise my son here. I am fortunate enough to have the means to escape, so my entire family is leaving the state of Illinois. I grew up here, my family and friends are here, and yet my own employer has turned it into a place for which I am no longer proud to be and in which my son is not safe. Oh, pow, shazam, whammo. Remember the, uh, remember the old cartoons? He said, I wish I could stay. However, I can no longer work for this administration. Oh, no, that was another prosecutor that said that, that left. Uh, Assistant Cook County State's Attorney Jim Murphy, who left in protest of Fox's quote-unquote leadership. He wrote that in July of last year. He said, I wish I could stay. However, I can no longer work for this administration. I have zero confidence in leadership. Do I have to repeat the numbers? 27 shot, 6 killed just last weekend in Chicago, and you wonder why? This is a 20-year prosecutor who said, I'm out, mic drop, and walks, as he should have. Hopefully more will do the same. We'll be back. Defense firearms are guaranteed for life, trusted worldwide, and designed, engineered, and manufactured right here in America. Daniel Defense, freedom, passion, precision. Freedom, passion, precision. Every time I hear that, I remind you that Democrats know nothing about any of those three. Freedom, passion, and precision. We're talking about the Chicago prosecutor in the previous segment here in the Sig Sauer Studios on this crossbreed mic. X Insurance makes it all possible. Who just said, that's it, I've had it. Greg, have you ever gotten to a point like that in your life about anything, regardless of the subject, and said, that's it, I'm done? Yes. Walk out, I'm finished. Yep, several times. It could be a restaurant you've given multiple opportunities and the food still sucks. 
it could be a significant other. Yeah, I'm done. I've had go. it. Ding, ding. I think we've all been. Oh, is that the one you were going to? <laughs> I think Andy's there with the dog from yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> I, I did go back and listen to that today. It was funny. I, I had to laugh, particularly when he, I, I fast forwarded through the break. And he came back. He says, I want to make it very clear. <laughs> <laughs> that I wasn't hoping the dog would die. And you jumped in and said, yeah, if your wife's listening, you better fix that statement. But, yeah, I think he's at that point. I'm just I'm done with it, right? Yeah. I'm, I'm, gonna, um, I'm finished. That's what this guy did. And he's so finished, he's not just done working there. He's done living in the state. I've had it. Now, when a veteran prosecutor wants to get out of the state, not just the county where he prosecutes, what does that tell you about state leadership? Same thing. Mm -hmm. Democrats are doing everything they can, not just to wreck Chicago, but to wreck Illinois. And they're doing a good job of it by attacking anything. Just a typical liberal, what, blue state, right? We're seeing it everywhere. It's incredible. Oh, yeah. I I thought that was interesting because, well, let's go back here, and I'll do this while we're live. Let me pull up Chicago numbers and see if there's been any updates on there as far as murders because, you know, Chicago is a very active place. 25 wounded, 4 killed is the total from the weekend. I said 27 and 7. Oh, forgive me. That's because I've said 27 and 7 before. But 66 shot and wounded and uh, five shot and killed May to date, 71 total people shot. So moving on from that. So I was on with Mark Cox this morning on 97.1 FM in the great city of St. Louis. He's got a great morning show there. And I go on with him on 2A Tuesdays, and we just had a rousing hoot of a time today. Did you hear what Joy Reid said? On <laughs> I don't have the audio. I couldn't stomach it again. So I'm just going to tell you. Did you hear what she said on MSDNC about whether it's safe to even live in a red state because of gun violence? Uh, I'm sure I've heard uh, heard her say things, but I'm not sure if I've heard what she said recently. Yeah, this was yesterday. She made comments questioning if it's you know, insinuating it's not even safe to live in a red state. Yeah, boy. Because of gun violence. It's not safe to live in a blue city in a red state. It's not safe to live in any blue city. But she doesn't mention that. That's what that's what uh, that's what Mark Cox and I were talking about today. So I rattled off the numbers. You know, she said there have been four mass shootings in Texas. There have been two over here and whatever, and another two in Tennessee or whatever it was. So I gave the the uh, the population numbers. The population in twenty twenty one in Texas was about twenty one to twenty two point nine million people. And there have been four mass shootings that she referred to. Texas is safe, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, it is. Texas is safe. And what we did was we talked a little bit about, you know, again, the power of the mainstream media. It's the way the media covers this stuff. And there are people out there who will sit there with their face in a television all day long or a device. That's all they do is read this stuff and see this stuff all day long. And it's hard to blame that person who is of low intelligence that sees this stuff all day and can't help because of their low intelligence quotient, but feel like I'm not safe anywhere. I don't even want to go to the grocery store because this is what media does, Greg. 
it creates panic. And, uh, you know, of course, I, I say Texas. Is Go for it. Take the mic. It's yours. You live in Texas. I want to hear it. Spit it out. The mic is yours. Go. Your photo's on the television. Go for it. Okay, sure. Uh, so I... <laughs> After all that, uh, I say Texas is safe, but we're we're looking at a disaster in El Paso right now. We're also looking at a disaster all along the border, uh, whether it's Brownsville or McAllen or any point in between. We are the um, the state with the largest border to a nearing country, and we have roughly there's you know I think it's from California all the way to Brownsville. They're saying there's like seven hundred thousand migrants that are looking to. Uh, swarm into this country once Title 42 ends. We have a metric boatload of them on the other side of the Mexican border with our state. And once these people can't find work, which they're not supposed to be here for work, uh, you know, they're not supposed to be here illegally, period, uh, they're going to start committing crimes in order to survive. And I see ranchers on social media sharing video footage from their security cameras and live streams that they're doing of people going across their properties in in the dark of night, in broad daylight, and it is lots of people that are passing through their ranches. Uh, and it's it's not going to be safe for much longer. It's It's going to get a little hairy out there because uh, I haven't been able to confirm this, but there is um, uh, there's a lot of talk of Texans backing up the National Guard that's going to be on the border there. and I uh, Okay, stop for a second. Stop. I'm just glad you mentioned that, because that happened a few years back when there was a standoff with armed civilians in the National Guard in Texas. And wouldn't that be the Bundy Ranch we're talking about? Uh, that was not Texas. That was, well, that was Arizona. No, that was... New Mexico. Uh, uh, Where was it? Uh, I think it was Utah. No, that was later. I'm talking about, wasn't there one in Texas where the standoff occurred down there? Not that I recall. Okay, I see. So, okay, all right. Forgive me. Sure. I don't. I don't. That's going to happen. I would predict that right now. That you will see that occur. Now, I could be wrong about that. But the number that I gave to Mark today, we're talking about the population, is what sparked it, right? I, I, I joked about it. I said, Texas population because of Title Forty Two is going to likely jump. That was in 2021, the numbers I gave him, 21.9 million. Yep. That number's probably closer to 22 million, 23 million at this point, right? Probably yeah. 23 and a half, somewhere around there. Do do migrants. It's about ready to be 25 million. From inside the like country. In, on Thursday. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Or over the course of the coming days and weeks. And real quick, coincidentally, uh, yeah. uh, the uh, COVID measures end Thursday as well as Title 42. Was that planned or was that planned? Well, you know, um, as we say, if the coincidences begin to line up, it's a safe bet to ask whether or not they're coincidences, right? And the, Is that a coincidence? The administration pushed this out 90 days, 90 days ago, because they knew what was ending on May 11th. Yeah, Texas, uh, Arizona is in for trouble. All the border states, including Southern California. You're from Southern California over is going to be an absolute nightmare, but it's not going to be you know relegated to just the border states because those people are going to be moved and some of them will leave the border states. Uh, you're talking millions of people. And I think the latest number I saw was if they all come in over a certain amount of time, the number will be like six or seven million additional people, which is, as I mentioned yesterday, about the size of the city of Chicago. Think about that. Uh, imagine adding a whole nother city of Chicago of people who are here illegally. We'll be right up we'll be back right after this. Don't go away.
The following segment of Armed American Radio is being brought to you by Defender Coffee. When you drink Defender Coffee, you're making a donation to a gun rights organization of your choice that protects and defends your freedoms. Welcome back to the show. Yes, welcome back indeed. Mark Walters filling your prescription for freedom today and every day here in these, and I love this, Sig Sauer Studios. On the Crossbreed Holsters, Mike, all of it brought to you today and every day by X Insurance. Greg, that standoff we were referring to was Nevada. Yeah, that, that makes is sense. Where that, is where that was, okay? Over BLM. So, right. Now, let me very quickly mention something going on over at Defender Coffee. I want you guys to head over there at DefenderCoffee.com because you can enter, doesn't cost you anything, to win a $100 gift card and some Armed American Radio swag, okay? It's really simple. Just go to DefenderCoffee.com and sign up over there. And bam, you may win a $100 gift card and some cool Armed American Radio stuff. A couple hats, sweatshirts, signed books, that kind of stuff. I think, Greg, we might even be able to throw in some of those AAR mugs that you like, those 16-ounce pint glasses. Oh, yeah, those are cool. And if I can find it, I think I've got another range bag to give away. Uh-oh, too. that's a great so range bag. It will pour all that cool stuff, including the coffee that you're going to get in that range bag. It's real easy to do. Just enter over at Defender coffee.com. I start every day with it. Had a big old cup of it again today in a Defender Coffee mug, too, because they've got some really cool stuff over there at Defender Coffee. The coffee is outstanding, and you support the Second Amendment every time you take a sip because a portion of your profits goes, in my case, to the Second Amendment Foundation. And honestly, at this stage of the game, I don't know why you'd want it going anywhere else with 50 court cases. Gottlieb needs your help, particularly now being attacked by the Washington AG and suing them for violating their civil rights, help them out. You can help them out by by drinking Defender Coffee. I I mean, it's pretty much that simple. And you might win that $100 gift card and some cool AAR swag, DefenderCoffee.com. Yeah, that standoff was at Nevada, was at the Nevada Ranch, and that was back in 2014. Correct. Uh, We just checked it. But that was, you know, you had the National Guard back down. If you remember, you had armed civilians on the bridges. Yeah, yep. that, that was a that was a hairy that was a pretty hairy standoff. I would not be surprised. When you go back to the Arizona border, you had the folks that were lining up at the border down there. Citizens were out there armed, you know, keeping in touch with the border patrol, letting people know when droves of of uh, illegal aliens, invaders, mm-hmm. people violating our federal law, correct, criminals were swarming across those borders. That's criminal to do that. It's a violation of federal law, ladies and gentlemen. I don't care what you hear. From Joy Reid and a bunch of the lunatics on the left. These people are invading this country. And they are doing it illegally, and it would have never happened under Trump. So, yeah, the coincidences are lining up on that border down there. Texas is going to be a mess. And let me make this very clear. I love Mexicans. I've got a lot of Mexican friends. I spent a lot of time in El Paso over the years. A lot. And made some lifelong friends there. They've been shooting here with me in the state of Georgia and I spent time in Juarez. Let me tell you something, too. Juarez is a rough town. It was a rough town when I was going down there pre-2000. And I was one of the last Americans that was allowed to go across to one of those maquiladoros down there. at the. Uh, in this particular case, it was the Electrolux facility where I hauled a ton of freight out of that facility for years. And the last trip down there, it was so bad, I had to lay down on the back seat. Coming across the border at the border crossings, Greg, it was that bad. Yeah, and, and it's crazy. Uh, that's not a lie. That's true. That, that's true. I, I was a kidnapping risk. 
Okay, uh, it got the, the the cartel violence was getting terrible. I was petrified. Quite frankly, didn't really want to go on that particular trip because it was really getting bad. How bad is it? You might ask me. Ask me. How bad was it, Mark? Mark how how bad was it? They were finding headless bodies hanging from bridges and apartment buildings throughout Juarez. The cartel. Eesh. It was incredibly violent, and it just it it it, it unnerved me to the nth degree. In fact, I didn't tell my family that I took that trip. I just told them I was going to El Paso. I didn't tell them I was crossing the border that time because it was making a lot of news. And I feel absolutely horrible for some of my friends down there who have family that go back and forth. And I tell this story because it's, it's a good one, and it's true. There was a restaurant in El Paso that was based out of, originally out of Juarez. It's a, a Mexican restaurant, my favorite Mexican restaurant of all time. It's called Barigas. And I, I think it was just off Interstate 10. There were two of them, if I'm not mistaken. I don't care, Greg, what time I landed. If Parigas was open, I was in the I would grab the because El Paso airports tonight. You walk over the rental car place, get in the rental car. The hotel's right there in the parking lot. I'd grab my car, throw my stuff in the hotel, and go straight to Barigas. If it was 10 o'clock, I'd go and get a drink and something to eat. And I would eat there for the next two days while I was there. Every meal I could outstanding restaurant and i went there the last time i was there i got to the uh got to, i guess i sat down at the bar at about 10 o'clock there was a young girl working behind the bar and i got to talking with her and uh, i asked her if she lived in el paso or juarez and she lived in juarez and i said oh you're crossing that border every day she said yeah my father hates it he's petrified for me she says i don't know how much longer i'm going to be able to do it and i said because of your dad and she was about 21 years old and I said, because your dad, she goes, no, I'm, I'm getting worried about it myself. It's awful what's happening down there. Well, guess what, ladies and gentlemen, as we say down south, it's fitting to get a whole hell of a lot worse in the next 24 hours. And that city is going to be overwhelmed. Absolutely overwhelmed. I, I talk about El Paso because I know it while I've been there. I, I've, I've crossed that border in two separate locations. So, ooh, Greg, uh, Laredo is going to be bad. Brown, all the border crossings are going to be bad. In Texas, I, I don't know. What are you hearing on the news down there now? What are they prepping for? Um, well, obviously, the news is uh, not covering uh, what is going on in El Paso and uh, Brownsville <laughs> oh, and not. McAllen and uh, Eagle Pass and a few other uh, small towns where it's really bad. Um, I think our greatest concern right now is we're starting to see uh, immigrants that are from uh, Central Africa, China. Uh, from uh, the Middle East. A lot of Venezuelans. A lot of Guatemalans and Venezuelans. And some of these people I don't blame for coming this way because they're being ravaged in their countries due to communism and after their last recent elections. So they're fleeing those areas. But when I see lots, and I I can't put a number on it, it's lots of military-aged men that are Chinese nationals, with China being one of our number one protagonists, I want to think that something else is afoot, especially with Chinese spy balloons. Hold with- on, hold on. Wait, you really think that CCP would it would literally put people along our border to try to infiltrate the United States illegally? You really think the Chinese would do that? Come on, Greg. You're well, just a conspiracy. Th- of course they would. Well, they, the, the they, drone footage is obvious. And I, I, I want to point this out. I want to make this very clear. Uh, you know, I love a lot of people down there. Okay. But I have, no, I have no time for thieves. None. I mean, nothing worse, nothing lower than a thief. And I can promise you this, coming across this border, if you live down there, you're listening to the program, I hope you're ready. I hope you take your self-defense seriously. 
because you, oh man, we Greg and I, you can't say all, not, all or never, or nothing work. That that doesn't work. Not all these people are criminals, but there are there are a ton of them there. There are burglars, rapists, thieves, murderers amongst those people coming across those borders. Well, Mark, considering that they have recently busted several. Uh Undercover Chinese police stations, one being in Houston, one being in New York, and others scattered throughout the country. I would assume that there's a connection here. Yeah, in this case, you can. You can assume it because at this point, really, it's no longer an assumption. The evidence is out there. The evidence is out there, and the evidence is real. So take your self-defense seriously. And I know Texans do. Forget what they hear in the news and all this nonsense from idiots like Joy Reid from yeah. the readout and all you know these idiots. Speaking of Democrats, let's move to Democrats quickly. Uh, in, well, we've got 30 seconds. I'll set it up. Schumer's convening a new special Senate Democrat caucus to discuss gun reform. Schumer is. Because Biden is lying, Schumer is lying. Every single piece of material that I went through today from the left, the bullet points are all in line. I don't care if it's from the Hill. I don't care if it's Politico. I don't care if it's I don't care who it is. It's all the same. 200 mass shootings. They're all parroting the nonsense from the gun violence archives. And they're ignoring where whatever number they come up with and the numbers where they're being driven from. And that's cities their party runs all across this country. And they fail to take responsibility for that. Armed American Radio's daily defense continues right after this break. Look, if you're going to be dumb, don't be dumb in Texas. It's a bad state to be dumb in. segment of Armed American Radio's Daily Defense is being brought to you by Daniel Defense. Visit DanielDefense.com. Now, back to the show. Yeah, do yourself a favor. Get on that DanielDefense.com mailing list. You will not be inundated with emails. You won't get spammed like crazy like a lot of companies do. Not going to happen to you. All you're going to get there is maybe every two, three weeks, you're going to get a great email with some cool product out there. Visit DanielDefense.com and the DoubleDFoundation.org while you're at it. And support them with five bucks if you can for supporting the youth shooting sports. These people make this show possible now in our 15th year on Armed American Radio. And we're proud of our relationships and our partnerships and our sponsors. They're great people and great companies. The companies are run by great people. And they support the right to bear arms. Support them back. That's the way it works. We're in the six-hour studios. I am on the Crossbreed Holsters. Mike with you. X-Insurance presents it all. Greg, I want to go to the chat. Die Primo, we refer to Die as mom because Die Primo is the giver of life to Brad Primo, the CEO of Lead Slingers, who, if you are watching the broadcast, you can thank Daniel Defense and Lead Slingers for that, right, Greg? That's correct. See, this is a perfect little segue there, wasn't it? She asks a question. She says, But coming across illegally is a crime, so doesn't that make them criminals? Yeah, it does. In the literal sense, it does. But not all people coming across are in the literal sense. Criminals. They're not robbers, rapists, murderers, thieves, etc. They're being invited in. What they see is being invited in by an administration that is welcoming them with open arms. You remember back to after the election, they were coming across by the thousands in Biden T-shirts. Yes, they were. Okay, so they don't view it 
as the way we are viewing it because of their perspective. But let me make this very clear. There are American citizens, as we sit here and have this conversation right here now today, that will be violent crime victims because of what Joe Biden is doing as a result of what's happening down there at that border right now today. An American will be carjacked, shot, raped, robbed. Something will be stolen. Their home will be broken into. Violently attacked, aggravated crimes. It's coming. It's happening. And it's a mess. And this administration is allowing it. And it is mind-boggling to me why any American president of any party would allow that to happen. And let me be, let me be just as hard on the Republicans. Going back, let's go back to Bush. I don't see any party stopping it. The only one that I saw that want to put a stop to it was Donald Trump. And that's why they hate him. It's a globalist agenda. And part of that agenda, ladies and gentlemen, is disarming you because they can't complete their task with 150 million armed Americans. But Schumer, to go back to him, is going to try. He's now convening a special Senate Democratic caucus. Do you want me to tell you the results of it? How about how about they just don't have it? And just let us tell you what's going to be what's going to come of it. They're going to scream for universal background checks and assault weapons ban bill. Biden wants it. The Democrats are going to scream for it. They're going to get a ton of media over it. They're going to use it to blame Republicans for not taking action. They're going to claim the Republicans have blood on their hands. They're going to claim the Republicans are okay with dead children and their friends in the media are going to bullet point and parrot everything that they say in that Democrat caucus. Why don't they just not have the caucus there? I just told you what it's all about. That's what's going to come of it. They're going to call for an assault weapon ban. What are they going to call it? Weapons of war. They're not going to touch handguns. They won't even mention it. Because remember what we talked about yesterday, Greg? Shh, not yet. Mm-hmm. We're not there yet. We have to complete A, B, and C before we can go to D. You want proof of that? Let's assume, again, I love to do this. Let's have fun. Let's set up a hypothetical theater of the mind here. The Democrats have a caucus. And somehow they convince... Mitch McConnell and Kevin McCarthy to convince the Republicans to go along with them and get everything they want. An assault weapons ban, a national red flag law, tons of money. Oh, what else? A universal background check. Well, we're using their lingo here because they've hijacked the language. Let's assume they get it all. You think they're going to dry up and go away like leaves? Mm -mm. Nope. You honestly believe that, listeners? Do you believe that? Of course not. Because guess what's going to happen? All of the crime that's driving the numbers that they're using to tell you lies, by the way, that there have been 200 mass shootings, that gunfire is the leading cause of death of children. Both of those statements are false. None of that matters to them. But even the fact that they're using those numbers, it's all being driven by crime in Democrat-run cities. If you remove the crime in Democrat-run cities, the Democrats have nothing, Greg. Nothing. Nothing. A big, fat Whataburger nothing burger. Shh, but don't tell anybody yet. How dare you call Whataburger a nothing burger? I just had a Whataburger today. That's why it was on my mind. And I did not have to wait in line. I would, there were like nine or ten idiots that got in the left lane. I zipped right through the right lane. Boom. And everybody was mad at me when I pulled in. They were trying to cut me off and not let me in. Mm. As if somehow I cheated my way in when they were too stupid and got in the wrong line. Got to love that. Love getting it over on people. 
you know, you should have gotten the right line. What do you want me to tell you? Yep. Well, there's right, two lanes so. for a reason. Whataburger is not going to call me and want to sponsor the program because I'm telling you right now, Burger King Whopper is better than a Whataburger. I'm, it just is. Well, Burger King is going under and uh, Whataburger is not. So that may be. I'm just giving you my own. At least the Burger King has that char broiled, char grilled flavor. The Whataburger doesn't. They do not do that at Whataburger. <laughs> I don't know. Now, you might want to ask yourself, what is it in the burger that gives it that dark roll flavor? That could, you know, what's mixed in there? I don't know. Anyway, the bottom line here is, ladies and gentlemen, these people are not going to go away. If they got everything they wanted in this caucus and Biden signed it, he praised everybody and ran on it. Guess what? Whatever figures they're using to claim are 200 mass shootings. There will still be 200 mass shootings because they're using the gun violence archives numbers, which include all the gang violence in the cities that they run. And there's not going to be a noticeable change. And they're going to say, see, we didn't go far enough. That's when Shannon Watts jumps out and pulls the white flag down and raises up the red flag and says, now we can move. Let's move to D. We got A, B and C. Let's go to D. We've got to ban handguns. See, we didn't go far enough. That's the ultimate goal, is to take all of your all of your guns, all of your let me say all, 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 all of your guns. You do not need them, period. Now, we come back in the next hour. I'm going to go over a piece by Kurt Schlichter over at Town Hall that was brilliantly written. And I will tell you, I've invited him on the program for Sunday. I'm hopeful that by reaching out to him today. On Tuesday that we're going to be able to grab him and I'm hopeful that he sees the message that I sent. it has been far too long since I've invited that man on this show but if you've ever read anything by Kurt Schlichter over at Town Hall he just tells it like it is and we're gonna cover a piece that he wrote about why the right to self-defense itself is under attack it's not just guns it's your right to self-defense and when you keep in mind what we talked about with the prosecutor leaving Chicago at the beginning of the hour, you'll see how it ties together. And it does. And Schlichter has a way. He can wrap his prose. And he did an outstanding job on this. I hope I'm able to talk with him about it on the MonsterCast. But barring that, we're going to talk about it today. I just want to get him on to talk about it because I know he'll be able to add a tremendous amount to the conversation. Armed American Radio's Daily Defense is going to be back at six minutes after the hour. And we will be here in the Sig Sauer Studios, presented by X-Insurance. We will be on the Fort Worth Armory mic right now. Currently, we're on the Crossbreed Holsters mic. All of our partners make this possible. Visit them all at armedamericanradio.com. Stick around for a great hour. You're not going to want to miss this. Covering this piece from Kurt, he's got some great ideas. And gosh, it's almost like... It's almost like we've had the conversation with him before without having him here, but you're going to love his part. His, his take on this is just, just wonderful. Armed American Radio's Daily Defense. We'll be back right after this. Don't go away. We'll be back on the flip side. You've just filled your prescription for freedom with Mark Walters, presented by X-Insurance. X-Insurance. On the Armed American Radio Network. Uh-huh. 